Hey, Andy Grammer here, and you are listening to the Good Parts Podcast. Tell me your story, but don't leave the good parts out. All right, episode nine. What up, fellow good partsers, goodies, good friends, good homies, good stuff. I love you all. Um... I'm just psyched, psyched to be keeping this thing rolling. We got into the top 100 podcasts last week. That was crazy. You know, I've been doing this for, for what is it, the ninth episode? Ninth episode. So to uh, to have that is unbelievable. Thank you so much for listening, for being part of it. This week is Dea. She's a beast. She's a young songwriter with a killer voice. And uh, we covered her song, actually, in my in my last set. We don't do it anymore in this set. But the one that she did with the chain smokers that was like down, down, down. Anyway, uh, she also had Hideaway and uh, a bunch of other really good jams. And she's got a new song out. So check that out. I am coming at you from uh, backstage from Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, This tour has been going incredible. This week, I am coming at you if you are in Omaha, Boise, Washington State University is in uh, Washington, and uh, and I, th- I think we're like somewhere in Tahoe, Lake Tahoe as well. So if any of those ring close to you, come come check us out, come party with us. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. On the good parts. Um, welcome. Thanks, Daya. Good to see you. Welcome. I don't know why I've heard it as Daya, but I'm pretty sure it's Daya. It's, I'm pretty sure it's Daya, too. You know, you know yeah. better than I do. And that's uh, Sanskrit? Uh, it's Hindi. Hindi? Yeah. So, so cool. my grandpa's from India. He's from New Delhi. And um, so I was like looking up cool translations of Grace, which is my real name. And then I came across Daya. And oh. I was like, this is epic. So in Hindi, Grace means uh, that, that's yeah. what Daya is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, cool. It's like loosely translates. Like I'm pretty sure he would say like it doesn't, but <laughs> I like found like dope. some like niche website. Awesome. Yeah. Do you are, so? How much Indian are you? I'm a quarter Indian. Quarter. Do yeah. you like identify with Indian? I think so. I think it's weird. I think like a lot of people have told me that my singing voice kind of sounds like it has like Indian influences, oh, which is really shit. cool. I never really thought of it that way. Like yeah. I had like I didn't grow up like listening to any music. I do like love to like listen to it now, but I. I don't think that that was like a conscious thing. I think that people just like saw it in me before. Have you been to India? Um, I have. Yeah, it's epic. I Where love India. Um, I went about four years ago. I think it's like it's oh, definitely man, one of my favorite. So it's bad. one of my favorite places in the world. Like it's so colorful and just like chaotic, and there's just always things happening. Like it's always just like it's it's insane. Like I have family there, so we lived with them, and it's like a three generational household. And they're so hospitable. Like they just like kept feeding us oh, all I love it. amazing. It's <laughs> like so I, I uh, have German and like Italian and stuff. Yeah, I would never hang out with some Italians and be like, I feel home. <laughs> <You know laughs> I, I mean? did. You, I was like, in, I was like yeah, smushed like, in this, this like, like house in the city in yeah. New Delhi, and I was just like, this feels right. Like this feels. Yeah. You know, like just chilling, like drinking tea all day. And now, um, uh, do you experience any like alter ego stuff? By do, like, do people call you Dea in life? So my friend, my mom actually like works with my management, and so she call, she has to call me Dea in front of other people, and it's like the weirdest thing in the world. Like I like cringe so hard still when she does it because of the, it's just confusing. 
It's just weird because she's just my mom and she's. But going but like, why does she life. have to call you? It's just it's just like. How? Yeah, just like to avoid confusion. Yeah. But um, a lot of my like fans have been picking up on it, so they'll like yell out Grace, Grace. instead of Dad oh, at cool. my shows, which is kind of cool. And you yeah. were how like, old were you? Care. How old were you made the switch? <laughs> I was um sixteen, so it was before like my professional career started. So I was never Grace. Never Grace to the world. Yeah. Man, I you know one of the most interesting pieces is just like how young you you are and were when everything like yeah. went nuts. I was um yeah, I was 16, I was a little baby. I was a You're junior, 20 now. I'm 19. 19. Yeah. Cool. I was a junior in high school and my song like I just like had always been into like obviously music has always been a huge part of my life and I played instruments since I was 3 years old and like that was just like always the end goal, I think. And then in high school I got this opportunity through my voice teacher. Um, with a songwriter in LA and he brought me out and it was like me and like three other like really really intimidating Brett, song- Brett, LA songwriters right? yeah was Brett, Brett was and, one of them in yeah. Britain in Britain yeah uh, you know both of them oh my god so, that's amazing uh Britain I've written a couple with uh and then Brett I wrote a couple with yeah for my last album that I love yeah, just yeah, great yeah. dudes they're both amazing yeah they're such good songwriters um, and so they were the ones that like flew me out originally. We wrote Hideaway during that session. It was just a weekend session. Like I was like middle of my junior year of high school. Um, and we wrote two songs. One of them ended up being on my album. One of them was um, Hideaway, my yeah. first single. So it just like came together really naturally. It was a big investment though. My parents were like, you have to like really, really, really make sure that you want to do this because it was just like the process of like flying out and recording and being, you know, meeting with these like top songwriters in the yeah. industry. Um, so it was for sure an investment on their part. And I had to kind of like, just tell them that this was like, for sure. And you've be done a bunch with them now? Um, so I did my entire album with them. Just That's like the so three cool. of them. So it was them and Gina Barletta. Yeah. Um, they're like your squad. Did my entire, yeah. Yeah. Did my it's entire really cool to write a bunch with just like a, a core group of people. They get you. Yeah. Did you, how did they get you? Did you like um, sit really down and be like, yo, this is who I am? It was did you really, hang out for a week or something? We didn't though. That's the thing. Like, I feel like it just came on so fast that it wasn't even like a, like a get, we get it. I mean, it was in a sense because we just like, we're kind of pushed into it and we, we got each other right away. I mean, I yeah. think that like Brett and I like have a really strong connection. Brett and I have a really strong connection. Like, I think that we all just kind of like vibed when we, as soon as we got in the studio, but I was also really young. So I just, I didn't have like the songwriting chops I guess that they did and so it took me a while to kind of get adjusted to that but they taught me a lot for sure and now where you at you're like for this new I heard safe it's awesome thank you thanks my daughter uh if she gives the bounce of approval oh yeah she she gave it it (laughs) Uh, Um, so have you been I now you were the 16 year old girl that went in to write those songs yeah for this next batch of songs you've written a lot a lot like a lot a lot like I've been so I signed to a new label um I was independent until May of last year yeah and then I sent to Interscope and then they kind of just put me through like the songwriter like date speed dating process I guess and so I was like writing that? with it was fine it was really like it was hard because it's like for me I like to like get to know like the room and get to know like the people that I'm writing with before and then I want them to get to know me like yeah. it just takes a minute for everyone to, everyone to kind of like adjust to each other so it was hard to be with new different people like different people every day but it kind of like forced me to develop my own like melodical and lyrical identity um so I could just like carry that could be like yeah. the blue line between everything yeah when and you was- when you go with like from person to person to person to person 
you realize that if you're not strong enough in who you are, the yeah. song ends. You're like, I'm not even in it's there. It's like they don't know what my past stuff is. Like I can play yeah. them enough, like a couple of songs, but it's just it's not the same as them being like there from the beginning to the end. So it's kind of like I have to be like the gatekeeper of all of that. And yeah. that, that was like a really different thing for me. I think from, it doesn't come naturally. Like, I found that didn't come naturally for me. I had to like be like, oh shoot, these last three sessions, like I'm not in any of these songs. Like yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. And then, and then it like turned me off to co-writing. Right. But then you yeah. realize like, no, actually co-writing can be so cool if yeah. you are strong enough to stand up right. for what you need. Right. Yeah, yeah, It was and- like a huge internal struggle, I think, for me, like initially starting off of last, like at the top of last year, I think it was just like um, me like trying to, I mean, I, w- I just went through a lot of like, am I actually a songwriter? Am I just like a singer? Am totally. I, like, I just really like had like all of these like crisis crises, like identity <laughs> crises, like everything. I was like, what is my identity? Like, what is my sound? Well, like, who am I? What the hell is going on? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you, um, do you celebrate in the room or do you not? Let me like make more make <laughs> that-, that clear because I find that uh, is there, are those two types of people like no no just I like just find the- that like I uh, I'm sorry okay I in the very beginning I'll, I'll be writing something and I think it's so good with other people yeah. so then in the room I'll be like this is it it's so fresh I'm like so excited yeah and then like. A week later, you hear it, and it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Right? And then I get back in the room the next for the next one, and it feels really exciting again, um, and I don't want to feel stupid. So then I had a period where I was right? like, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. It's all right. It's kind of good. Okay. I feel It'll, like it has potential. It could grow on me. You know? Like, and now yeah. I'm all the way back to, I don't care if I look stupid later. I just celebrate in the room. <laughs> if I think yeah. it's good, like, I let it come out. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so focused, like in the moment, like I'm just like, I need to get like the best product possible out of this. Like I'm such a perfectionist yeah. and I'm just like, I need to. And then like at the end of it, I'm like, oh, that was actually kind of cool. Or like, oh, that just like, I just leave and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Not it's time to celebrate. I just leave or I celebrate. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's like such a true thing though. You don't want to like jump on it too, but I feel like it's such a karma thing too. Like for me, like I'm just like, I don't want to like celebrate or like hide this up too hard and then it like totally. flops or whatever i think there's something like, about spending uh spending something like spending this this celebration this maybe energy, there's something that yeah you're spending it. the yeah. energy of like yeah. if it already was without yeah. it being yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly have you found that this time around um it, do you deal with, like is there any anxiety like there's so, do you love writing songs i find i love writing songs but anytime that someone cancels a session i'm like awesome <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like I have both of those at yeah. the same time. I feel you on that actually. I think for I feel like it's just like such a um I'm inspired one day and I'm not the next day. Like it's just like a it's kind of like you can't plan these things out. And so yeah. for me, like a session every day was hard because it was like it felt like work at times. Like it felt like I was like oh, really, yeah. really, really working to find something to write about. Um, or to find inspiration. Like it, it didn't come to me every single day. So I at times I definitely felt like but I think that those sessions made me a better writer because I was like forced to kind of like dive deep and like you have to go, really yeah. just use my brain a lot more than I usually do. But um, yeah, I think that like it definitely just comes in waves. The inspiration does for yeah. me. Um, so sometimes I was just really excited to write a song. And then sometimes I was like, this is a job. Like, I do. <laughs> and, and I've had over, I've done like, a, like I'm working on my fourth album now. 
there's been That's times crazy. where I I can't wait for that. To yeah, I'm working on my fourth album. <laughs> totally. There's been times where I really didn't want to go in, and yeah. the whole session, I'm like, I don't feel it. Yeah. And then when it ends, it's like that's really great. Mm-hmm. So it only takes one of those. Yeah. To be like, okay, just I'm going in again. Yeah. It's just like force it, force it through. Yeah. Sometimes 100%. that is what it has to be. You know. Yeah. Uh, how cool that you had have gotten to do those uh, crises of who you are because I think that's what writing is. Mm-hmm. When, when you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like when, when you're in there and you're yeah. like, what am I? Am I a songwriter? <laughs> am I just a singer? And you're like, I've, you have your hand, you're running started, your hands through your hair. I think that's what writing music yeah. is. So welcome. I think it's just like veins <laughs> popping on my forehead. Right? Yeah, like me it. rocking you're, back it. and forth in my chair. Like me. <laughs> you are not just a singer. If you're doing those things, that means you're a writer. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Um, also, when I was, cause I was listening to a lot of music, I, I love your music. I covered one of your songs, a whole tour. I think oh yeah, I did that, see right? that. Yeah, that was amazing. So good, your voice is you so such good. such a good take on I it. I genuinely uh, respect you. you and love you. Thank you so much. Um, you have like this. Your voice sounds something very different than what I have. Like uh-huh. I have never been mysterious. If you meet me or you hear me yeah. ever, I'm like, yeah. hey, <laughs> like, what's up? I'm happy, dude, right? Yeah. And yeah, I've yeah. tried to play the other card. It just looks yeah. hilarious on me. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. But, and you have like an old soul vibe to your voice. And yeah. there's also like a grounded, um, like it, you sound like you've been through shit is the only way that I, and I okay. don't know if you have, okay. you're so young. I feel that. So um, explain that to me. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's just like me, like trying to impersonate some of my favorite artists growing up like I feel like Amy Winehouse was like a huge inspiration for me and so like when I was listening to her at like age 10 while like my friends were listening to whoever was popping at age 10 I don't even know like whatever um I was talking about like rehab yeah exactly like it's like really really heavy dark topics and um and also her voice like just like carries this like so it kind of tells the story in it of itself and so I just like I kind of just wanted to impersonate that. I mean, I definitely have not been through anything near what she's been through. Sure. So I think that it's um it was just like a kind of impersonation sort of like I just like loved the tone and I loved the sound and I love that she was speaking about honest topics. I think that that was like the real thing. Like she was yeah. just like so authentic, like scary authentic to the point where she was talking about like her dad not wanting to her to go to rehab and like just like very scary, like emotional, you know, like family struggles and everything. And I just like, I like loved that she was like so bold and so like unafraid to be like a hundred percent, you know, unapologetically herself um, and like share her struggles with an audience. I think that that was like really, really powerful thing in my mind. Um, So yeah, I haven't been through you know, like anything near to like to the extent of what she's been through, but but you have a voice <clears throat> which is, I think, your superpower that uh, is very believable, telling the story. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, that's not a question. That's just like great job, I guess. You, did it, you win. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> did you. When did you? Thanks. When did you realize that when you opened your mouth to sing, you were a little bit different? It was. Um, hairspray i can hear the bells <laughs> i was like yes. i was in like this musical theater group when i was like 11 <laughs> years old and it was just like that like moment where i was like this is my voice like i how finally old, found it i think i was like 10 11 wow yeah so i was i was into musical theater and i was into um a bunch of like other i i was into performing and songwriting and everything i did my first performance when i was probably like around that age 10 um 
And uh, I was into like Atlantis too, like Green Day, Coldplay. I was doing a bunch of like rock songs. I, my first performance was in a bar at nice. nine with like two, like whatever, um, just through this Rocky University thing. And, um, and that was just like kind of the start. Like I just like knew from that moment on, you know, it was yeah. just like, it was kind of an inevitable thing. And um, so I kept doing performances like throughout my like middle school, high school, I guess. And then I just, I like wanted to take it all the way at 16, um, which I have like some regrets about and some like, I'm very happy that I did it at some points too, because um, I think that it was just like, it was a very like quick learning curve. And I think that like I went through a lot at once and I think you know, that'll, you, that'll affect anyone who's at that age, you know, if you're just, like, being hit with, like, interviews and, like... Um, yeah, it's a lot. And going to radio stations every day and, and promoting yourself and everything. I think it was just, like, a lot on me mentally. And so I think, like, it's been nice to kind of have this year to take a step back and, like, really, like, yeah. find myself and find myself through my songwriting and through, um, like, talking with other people I'm in the industry. Like, man, where I was at 16 is so not... Yeah. not running around doing radio station interviews yeah. and being asked like how, how interesting that would be like everybody wants to know so much they want to know so much about your career yeah and how interesting that would be to be like i'm 16 yeah <laughs> like this, this like, like um, just started like, yeah like i'm me, just like, figuring it out yeah. yeah yeah um i know it was just it was just hard to open up for me too i think because i've always lived like more of a private life and so it was it was kind of like that difficult like trying to now like expose my like open myself up to a massive audience like a lot of people you know just like yeah. it, it it gave me a lot of anxiety at the start did um, it really yeah no it did yeah and um I was super super anxious throughout that entire like those two years of my life like interview doing interviews and meeting new people and it was just kind of like a, I wanted my music to be for for the world, but also like I had always like just had it for me. So it was kind of like that transition yeah. between like sharing it with your close family and friends and then like writing about things that are close to home, but then sharing it with yeah. the world. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's big... I wonder what the, um, so there's definitely advantages to, I, I was 27 27 or 28 when i had my first song that did well yeah and i was like a little more like there's strengths to that yeah right there's yeah. also downsides what do you think yeah. the strength is to having it happen when you're 16 i think there's a lot of strength there's I a mean, lot of strength as yeah, yeah as much as it, like made me have like panic attacks and anxiety <laughs> um um i think there's a lot of really 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 great things that came out of it i think that like it's so nice that i've had this year to kind of like re just like assess and kind of re like i kind of i feel like i've kind of restarted in a way yeah like i don't think that um who i was at 16 was like to the world was like fully myself and i think that i was just kind of like hiding behind what other people were telling me to do and just like was this is this correct like is this like how i should be going about this yeah um because it was like i had zero clue what and to do with so any much of to it. learn in every single area so much to learn know? yeah but i feel like the best learning that i did was from myself like within the last year i think that just like listening to myself and in my you know my listening to my moral like my compass and my direction and I think that that was really just the 
turning point for me. I think that like instead of listening to like what my label or management or whatever, like no one has the right answer. Like it's, it's no, no, there's no yeah, there's no like someone who's like all oh, the answers. And I think I was always kind of looking for that. Yeah. And then um, it, within the past couple of months, I've just. I've started to find out that that's just not accurate. That's just bullshit. And so I'm just like trying to and really just like listen to what I have to say instead, you know? That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really what uh, one of the advantages I can see is, is that you, you know, one of the most reactive audiences is your age group. And so if you can get across how you're feeling right now, that's, yeah. that's, that's amazing. Oh yeah. That's the that's other massive. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think that that's a huge thing because um, I'm, you know, I'm very much like on the younger side of things. Like there aren't too many artists out there who have as big of a platform as I do at I'm 19. So I'm yeah. just, I'm like super, super like aware of that and super grateful for that. And I think that SAFE is kind of about that because it's about like the youth learn having to grow up a little bit faster than, you know, they have in the past. Or it's just kind of like this weird like world that we're living in that people are forced to face the truth at such a young age, especially with like all of the... Um, I mean, it was written based on the, the Vegas shooting. Um, it was written after that. But it's just kind of been like a collection of you know, what's the events that have happened this past year and people from Parkland uh, school in Florida, like, you know, having to like stand up against like representatives of our country and be educated on these topics and be like, have their own, you know, find their own voices at such a young age. I mean, they're like 17 and they're yeah. like, there's so much like more um, just like motivated and driven and, and educated on these topics. And a lot of, you know, people who are the twice three times our age are yeah so I think it's just like the people are people who are my age and younger are kind of forced to to face the world a little bit earlier now and yeah it's yeah, true yeah you know so I have a little girl who's yeah. 11 months old and it is weird to think of like I didn't I didn't even realize I didn't care about how I looked until very late yeah I didn't even know that like <laughs> Oh, one of my eyes isn't exactly the same as the other <laughs> eye. Like that came late for me, right? Or, or You're like, like my brows aren't tweezed. Yeah, like, or well, when like, my shirt's off, like oh, look okay, it's fine. Yeah, like, it's fine. <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't have those thoughts. I mean, as a girl, yeah. I think they have them earlier anyway. Right, right. But now little kids with like a selfie. No, can, I didn't like, like shave my legs until I was like in well into middle school or high middle, school. Right? Like, but yeah. now with all the social media stuff, like you can kind of tell maybe. Yeah, that's terrifying to me. No, there's so much more awareness. I think. I mean, with. Yeah, like little kids, like seeing makeup tutorial, like seeing people who yeah. like tell them to like beat their face this way or whatever, like whatever it is. Like I feel like people are just like forced to kind of like face society younger because I didn't ha like I I mean, <clears throat> I had social media I, I, like in high school, but I don't think I had it before then where I was like really like told what to look yeah. like. I think that like traditional beauty standards have come from like you know, they've always been around, like they've always been in commercials and everything, but I don't think that they were really like as like thrown in your face as they are now. It's just, yeah, nonstop. <clears throat> yeah. You, you have uh, one of five girls? Yeah, Holy four sisters. Crap. Yeah. That's what you're, which one are you? I'm the second oldest. Second oldest. Yeah. How was that? Um, that? Did you have to fight for the spotlight? It's kind of, well, my family's like, wick, like my sis, my older sister was wicked smart. So she, 
actually goes to Brown University in uh, Rhode okay. Island School of Design. She goes to a dual degree program there. My parents are both engineers, and so it's like a very different world than the um, artist world. I mean, my sister does art now, but um, but it was just kind of like we grew up like taking AP classes and just like working, yeah. like putting everything into our schoolwork. And I think that's really important. I think like I'm glad that they place such an importance on education. I think that like all parents should like I. Um, I agree with it, but I think that at a certain point, like, I just realized that it wasn't my thing. And, um, and that was like kind of hard for me to follow in my sister's like valedictorian. Oh, was she valedictorian? Yeah. Holy crap. Um, yeah, she was very, very, very smart. Um, and like all of her teachers were like, you're not Rachel. Like, <laughs> like what do you mean? Like, you gotta see on this test. Like, I just like was never, I never really identified with that world as much. Yeah. Um, so I kind of found my, my thing through, you know, music, doing music outside of school and and just and being, but like even in the house, like <laughs> five. I just want hung out with my friend who has four kids, and it's it's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. How how well, old? Are, what's the ages? Um, it's so my sister's twenty one now. I'm nineteen. 17, 17, The twins. Twins. Yeah, and then fourteen year old. So we're all like, there's four of us within like six whatever six years or whatever holy crap squad. um so it was a lot happening at once yeah yeah a lot of them stealing my clothes and um yeah like a lot of um just like we were really close we would argue a lot but at the same time like we all respect each other like i think we respect each other a lot more now but yeah yeah there was just a lot like of like fighting for bathrooms fighting for bathrooms yeah. and yeah. yeah they're psyched they're also psyched yeah they're really psyched the they're we're all super different so i think it would be different if like they were they wanted this for themselves or whatever but i think that they're like very comfortable they with, have their own things. yeah 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 and then uh do you do they come your did your mom ever come on it's young i just know what the radio game is and i know what touring is yeah and to do that at 16 sounds crazy yeah it was kind of i mean my mom like was just there kind of by default at the start like she just like kind of felt like she had to be just to you know i wasn't 18 yet i couldn't make my own you know I what do they do again up high school. uh they're engineers oh you're right they're engineers yeah. so she what, what is it what's her take <laughs> she's she turned um, into tour manager she's quick. super smart though she's like very adaptable and very like she just kind of like learned everything like i'm pretty sure she read like three textbooks and now she just like knows everything <laughs> about the music industry like <laughs> she's she references one she's like well in this like the lawyer blah, blah the agent uh, like she just like is that type of person so she is she's a warrior i think i I really respect her and she has always told us to like you know be independent and be like she, i think she's a really good like i role model for feminism too i think that she just like inspired us all to kind of be like our own people and not be dependent on guys and to just uh. like work hard for what we want and you know, and my all my sisters are in STEM, and that's just like not a very like girl like it's very mo- male dominated field. And I think are the in music STEM? industry, yeah, like uh, math and science, Got it. yeah. Um, but the music industry, I, th- I feel like it's kind of the same way sometimes, especially for her um, being like a mom and a female manager. She's my co manager now. Oh, cool. Um, but I think I think it's just like you. Definitely, there's definitely like a shift in treatment towards. So, so mom, mom manager, give me. (laughs) Yeah. Go. Um. (laughs) Yeah. uh, She sounds incredible. She's really incredible. Like a. I'm like. I'm like, please do not touch the creative side of things. Like, please, like you're not like. She, we put, we place like very specific boundaries around it, and I think that she respects that, and 
Um, she knows that it's my career and it's my, these are my like, you know, career decisions and everything. And she's very respectful of me in that way. Um, she does like sometimes push me <laughs> for other things. So just because she's my mom, she like feels like she has that leeway. Yeah. But um, it's funny with my wife, uh, she's a songwriter as well. And just by nature of being a family member, uh, like a, a very simple question gets mm-hmm. very complex. So complex. there's so much back. It's so complicated. So you really do have to create these boundaries that yeah. seem like you're being an asshole about it, but you're not. But I'm not. Like yeah. I'm just like trying to preserve our relationship as like mom and daughter. Yeah. But it's so weird because it gets so like fucked up. It gets so like yeah. mixed up sometimes. Yeah, and to find the right, the right way to actually do it. Like if I play her, she'll play me a song and she'll be like, only tell me about the bridge. That's all I want. <laughs> and then I have to go, uh, do you, what do you want from me right now? Do you want oh my like God. supportive husband that loves everything <laughs> you've ever done and is going to give you a big hug and say it's amazing? I can be that. Yeah. Do you want like radio asshole ears? That yeah. I, what do you need from me right now? And then she will specifically tell me what she needs. Oh my God. And then I will. That's a good way to go. And then I will it. give her back that. I should do that. And we I don't like go we... there unless we have everything set up. Yeah. yeah because yeah. we've like ruined dinners. <laughs> you'll Literally. Be, <laughs> I you'll cannot... be out to dinner somewhere and be like, oh my God, listen to this song. Oh my and God. And I'll hear it and I'll be like, oh no. No, I don't if like she that. was a musician or... or if I were a dating musician, I think it would be over. I would just be like, yeah. I cannot, I cannot yeah. deal with this right now. And you, so, but she really pulled through for you and was the, and like, she was like, good. Yeah, well, I think that she really just, like, I mean, she's my mom, so she's had my back since the beginning, and she's not, like, ever been in it for any, like, shady reasons. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's, like, yeah, I think it's a really good thing, because I know of parents being involved, and it's, like, this, like, stage mom thing, and they just, like, want to, like, you know, like, have their, it's, like, them, like, sending their, like, girl off into a pageant or something like that, and yeah, it's just, thing like. that's interesting is, is, uh, <clears throat> is there's, like, so many pieces to working as hard as you're working. And we're and like now you're like 19. You're like approaching yeah. a place that's a little bit different. Like 16 or 17 to me is there's also it's cool to have a manager that's that's saying uh, she needs to sleep. I'm her mom, so she's yeah. sleeping. Yeah, everyone can screw off. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. she do any of that? She, um, yeah, she got on me for a lot of like lifestyle things. But at the same time, she's like a go getter. So she's like, you're not sleeping tonight. Like, let's get on this flight <laughs> to like St. Louis tomorrow morning or whatever got it was. It. But, um, yeah, she's, she's a good balance of the two. I think that in the beginning I was kind of involved with like some shadier people. And I think that she really helped me navigate that. Um, yeah. uh, and my dad did too. And I think that like that I could be more grateful for that. Like she has built this team around me of Interscope and my new management and everything. So, mm. um, so it's been like really, really helpful for her cool. to be around. And she's not, she like does not get, she does not take no for an answer. Like she is like very hard-headed and very like <laughs> she fights for me which is what a manager should do so. yeah it's nice that yeah that's, it was nice that's to cool have her, like in mom that manager I, I don't know what the stats are on that like i like how many times that works how many i times feel that like work. it's mainly failures it really so, yeah i don't know it I, sounds like i mean I've the way you're like, describing it sounds grounded to me to be honest it does but it's taken us a, like a, yeah a second it's, it's definitely um been hard to navigate for a while like we've had so many ar- we argue about so many things to be honest <laughs> well, that's like, but so me and my manager argue about stuff too yeah yeah exactly but the, like but I, the under layer of like mm-hmm. of like she's my mom and she, she's your mom like, she's been like my boss basically for like my entire life yeah and now i'm her boss so it's like this weird like yeah that's very strange yeah it's really weird but um i'm just like it's, it's so funny even having this conversation now because i'm just like do you having this little girl that I just changed her diaper and she like screamed in my face and I like sacrificed <laughs> a lot of things for her to have her eventually be like, 
you, uh, two years later. Two, yeah, like, yeah, to, I was literally like a child. Until, yeah. Like, when did she? When did you guys become? Uh, when did it become adult? Adult? Did that happen before you got big? No. It happened after. Yeah, I yeah, would say after. You had to create some sort of a... I had to... But I think I had to find that within myself. Like, she was never going to be like, you should, whatever, like, speak yeah. up for yourself or... I mean, she was. She's always been, like, an advocate for that. Of course. But um, but I think it just... It was just something that I needed to find in myself. Um, but, yeah, she's she's been around for a while. I don't think... You know, we're, we're kind of... We're just on the same page with things now. And it's, it's really nice to That's great. have that. And she's... Still not involved with much of the creative. I'm just like, yeah, you don't, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to style me or like, you know, like comment on my like cover art or anything like that. Yeah. Like, I just like want her to stay out of that space. But she's pretty. I think good that's most that. 19 year old girls to their mom. So yeah, like, <laughs> that's fair too. <laughs> I was like, you've been wearing the same clothes. <laughs> yeah, since yeah. it's fair. It's like, fair for 10 um, years. So I think it's so interesting, especially right now. If you ask the average, maybe they wouldn't say so, but the average 19 year old. Would, would uh, I'm just fascinated by the idea of fame. Like, what is like, like the average? I think the average 19 year old would say they want it, mm-hmm. right? And so, what's cool is you have it, and you're so young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested just on your take. Um, Do you like it? Is it not cool? Is it awesome? I like to is think it overrated. I th- I like to think of it as a platform more than like okay. being famous, quote unquote. Like, I think it's like. I have this now like reach that I didn't have before that I can use to my benefit. And I think that like I can talk about like what's going on in the world or like what's going on. Like, you know, I can I can use my platform for, you know, addressing issues that should be addressed in this country and whatever it is. So I think that that's like my main thing. Like I always want to like leave kind of a good mark or leave a mark, some sort of mark. It doesn't have to be good. People can hate me, but I just I just want to use that to like be expressive and and have like kind of a conversation. Like I'd rather have a conversation with my fans than it be like I'm telling them like what to do because I don't have all the answers. Like I don't know everything, and I think yeah. that it's like it's kind of just like a back and forth, like learning on both ends. Got it. So um, you would kind of thing. Um, it, it's it's be- like all of it together is is better to be to have it than to not have it. Like you'd wish it upon someone else. If they're ready for it, I don't know. I yeah. I can't like I think it's different for every person. That's, I think that's it affects I think it affects every person differently and I think that like it affected me even differently like 3 years ago than it affects me now. Yeah. Like I was like very anxious, like I was very like depressed and just didn't really like know what my place was, didn't know like what my role was in anything. It was just kind of like and I I've, I've always like thought like big picture like about like my my position in the world or like how I can like influence the world or whatever. Like I've always kind of been like in up yeah. in space in that regard. But I think that um now I just see it as like I have been given, like I've been awarded or, you know, I've been lucky enough to have this opportunity to have this platform and to speak about like issues that I care about. Yeah. Um and to have that be like a conversation with my fans. That's awesome. That's I, it just, it's funny to, to have it. It's just very, it's like a complex thing. Yeah. So it is funny because it's so complex, but yeah. then literally nine times a day, people are putting a microphone in your face going like, I know. how dope is this? I know. <laughs> like, and it's like, it's definitely cool. Yeah. But like, yeah. I was like, what do I have to say? Like, what, why are you asking me? Like, what yeah. am I, like, why am I some, why is my voice so much more important than yeah, someone yeah. else's? I think that that's where I was like coming at. Or that's what I was thinking when I was 16. I was just like, why is this? Like, why do I have mm. this? 
um, I was just confused and like, I just didn't really know, but. Um, and the ang- you said, an- what does the anxiety actually come, what does that actually look like? I, it comes from my perfectionism. I'm like a huge perfectionist. So like really? I could never put out something that like I wasn't like fully 100% behind. Sure. And I think that like a lot of my first album was Rush and I would have done it a lot differently um, if I had like more of a voice in it or more time to, you know, put into it. But I think it was just kind of like we were falling up hideaway and it was just like get this yeah. get this music yeah. out, get people like say, you know, get people interested, whatever. Um, so that was like kind of a rush and I felt like I wasn't really like putting my all into it. And I felt like it wasn't as perfect as it should have been. Um, but I, I don't, (laughs) I now know, like realize that like perfection doesn't really exist in this space. (laughs) Um, I've still like, it's taken me a year to put a song out or more than that. So it's like, it's still very much so there. But I think that that's kind of like the biggest, my biggest downfall, my biggest like weakness is just not wanting to ever put anything out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all, that's all art, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it done? Is it finished? I know. I just, I also, yeah. When is the song done? Like, when is it? (laughs) I know. It takes me so long. And And then, but then it's also funny because I bet they're like, what does perfect mean? I struggle with this because I, I write a lot for each album. And then and trying to decide like which ones make it and which ones don't and what yeah that's when, what I'm going when, through right now you're going through that yeah do you know how many around you've written uh a hundred plus I don't right? know yeah like so at a hundred plus yeah um people uh, I'll get asked this question too like well how do you choose what do you how do you know yeah and I do think there's something about time that helps with it like the longer away you are you can see like I still really like that one. Mm-hmm. That one still gets me. Yeah. That one still feels like a truth to me. Oh, like 100%. Cuts, yeah. Cuts when I hear it. Um, <clears throat> but then as far as like hit, I don't know what hit is. I don't know what hit is. That's like literally been my dilemma for the past like. Right? Like I don't my, know. Like past year. I have no clue what it is. So then what? Then what are we supposed to do? I think yeah. you just keep releasing stuff that you love. Well, it's like, do you like. Do you fabric like do you like calculate a hit like in your songwriting session? Do you like oh this will be a hit like do you like put in that like a melody that you think would be like more radio friendly than like something that you actually like love or like I don't know it's just like it's so weird because, to think about yeah. because it's like I don't want to like fab like have to like calculate or like do any of that with my songs like I just want to write what feels natural and feels real to me totally and there's always kind of been this like underlying pressure that's like you you know, you need a hit, you need a hit, you need like, <laughs> and, and okay. I was in a room the other day with, with, uh, some guys who have had hits and we were talking about it and I'm like, I think by nature saying I need a hit is, uh, looking backwards. Right. Mm. Like if you say the words, we need a hit, you're, you haven't, you have uh, it's, you're referring to something in the past. Mm. So mm-hmm. I don't even like saying that. Yeah. Let's go write something. Uh, original, incredible, right. Uh, right? New, right? Even though that, then if you want to go into that, that gets weird too. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's only twelve notes, and everybody's already written every single right. thing. But then you there's know. like trends within radio. There's I know. Like new, like you know, fa- like a couple years ago, it was like the drop, and like yeah. everyone wanted to drop, and then like. Do you think that's gone? Like, I don't know. <laughs> everyone, I hate when producers like, yo, like this would be sick with a drop <laughs> on it. Like I hate when that happens. Yeah. I'm just like, this isn't like. No, like, it's just, like, it's been done. Like, I don't think that it's, I don't think it's still, like, if it is still happening, it's, like, slowly, you know, trickling out. Like, it's really not in a lot of pop music anymore. 
I and love, I just I, like yeah, I love talking to other songwriters because it's such an easy thing to say, which is like just be yourself. Yeah, just like write what you what do you what do you want? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> I'm here swinging in the dark with a machete, trying. I really don't know a lot of different things, and then basically I stumble upon my truth, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like trying to find out uh, what resonates with me or who I am. And maybe there are artists somewhere that are like, I know exactly what I need. And I come yeah. in and I just do that. Yeah. Heard Prince was like that. Screw him. Screw because him. Because that's not what I'm no, doing No, he definitely all. had some internal battles that he didn't tell anyone about. Sure. Like, there's like, for sure. Like, I feel like you can't be a songwriter and like not go through this. You go through this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is, which is. Uh, but I've, yeah. And then, and then you like in those hundred, I definitely have ones that I'm chasing. Uh-huh. Where I'm like, oh yeah, maybe it would be cool if I did like. Yeah. Me, me and my manager call it, uh, what is it? Uh, like oh I forget I I don't think it was I think it was called Me Too but now that doesn't work anymore <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Me Too that's actually not what let's it's write about. a Me Too song but let's like, write a Times Up yeah, song yeah 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 but like like me as well yeah, like yeah, like yeah. a drop also me in this like trend that seems to be working right <laughs> but now also me. but also me yeah you know yeah. it's so it's so interesting I think, I think it's just like the the less that I've tried to like strive for that the better that the result has been always yeah yeah so I think that I've just learned to like kind of back off and like keep that like in the back of my head but like not really just kind of yeah it's got to kind of be around and and then yeah. you know one of my favorite things about co-writing is just being around like people who are great mm-hmm. so that's cool too just being mm-hmm. there there is there is an art to melody mm-hmm have you got, like, for me, when I started, it was all just feel and go like, oh, this sounds great. Or mm-hmm. this is what comes out of my mouth. Yeah. This is what it feels right. Yeah. And now I do kind of sometimes enjoy sitting down at a piano and, and taking the melody that I just did and then messing with it just a little bit mm. to make and yeah. seeing why, you know, you look why at people this, like, yeah. you look at people like Max Martin is like, wow, well, how do you, do you know things that I don't know? <laughs> or, or, or people who have, or like Pharrell who just like has so many, yeah. is, is he better at, does he actually know what's right or is he better at like doing him and that's why right so i mean i don't I know think, the answer yeah i don't know because i've been with top like the top of course. like songwriters and i think that to me like their method is no different from mine in terms of like they won't like sing a melody and then they'll be like okay let's like rework like this note or mm-hmm. like this whatever it just like kind of comes to them so i guess they've just gotten more i don't know better yeah. at just like spitting out perfection like at the, <laughs> the first right, try well, like i, more I guess that's just started. Like, yeah that's great <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, but I don't know. It was, it was really kind of a weird dynamic for me to just like pop into songwriting off the, off the bat. Cause with my last album, I mean, I did like, I tried to write on some of it and I was still in school and it was just kind of like this very rushed thing. Cause Hideaway was already taking off on radio. So yeah. I was like, we needed to, like, we just felt that pressure. But, um, looking back on it, I wish that I had more time to develop myself as a songwriter. Um, but I'm glad that I've kind of had that now. now. Yeah. And, um, I think it was weird for me to like kind of insert myself as a songwriter at at the top. Like, I think a lot of like pop songwriters like are used to pop singers just going in and like maybe telling them a bit about their life and then just like sitting on the phone or like not really like engaging, but I'm just like kind of the opposite. Like I have been doing music my whole life, so it's not like I'm unfamiliar. Like I've, I just feel like I need to own my music also. Yeah. And so like for me, like lyrically, melodically, everything, I'm just like very hands-on. And I think it, it kind of alarmed people off the top of it. Like, um, you know, I think, I think that they just like, were like, who is this like 19 year old chick who's just like coming into our sessions and telling us what to do. What to do. Totally. Um, but I think like, it's, it's good that I found that power and I found that like, 
I can say no to some of the top songwriters because like even though they are amazing and they know best and whatever, like this is my song. So it's it has to be my voice at the end. And yeah. it was it was really like kind of a it was a power struggle with some people, I think, that they weren't used to that and they weren't used to being like, you know, kind of told like this is what I don't know. They were just like, Well, we're trying to write a hit and I'm just like, Well, I'm trying to write like my songs. This like, is like I'm, yeah. I'm trying to write my album. Like I'm trying to like tell my story. So, like, you can be a part of that or you can't, like, you can choose to not be, but that's the reality. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people were kind of, like, caught off guard by that. And um, You think that, th- you mean this time around? You did yeah, this time the, around. Yeah, this time yeah. around. Got it. Yeah. 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 Um, but, like, I've, I've definitely found my people who are super respectful of me as a singer and a songwriter, um, which was really, really nice. Like, there, was, there were just, like, no egos at the beginning, at the, like, off the top of the, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so I think that that was just like really, really um, motivating for me just to have people who are like, no, she does have, you know, she does have something to say and she, um, she should be the one like controlling or not controlling, but just like, you yeah. Know. Yeah. I think it long, long ball. That's, that's the right move. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Let me hit you with a couple of these questions that I love. Um, I'm trying, it's so funny. The youngest one I've interviewed so far. Really? Uh, and, and it made me think of if someone asked me this at 19, what my answer would be. It was really interesting. What's the most spiritual experience you've ever had? Oh, um, this is like, mm, I don't, oh. Right? What's so cool about this is people get real weird or they don't, and no, no, no pressure. Um, okay, well, this is kind of unrelated to music. Yeah. No, totally. Okay. That's the whole point. Um, okay, well, I was, um, scuba diving in uh off of an island in Honduras I think and um I was with some of my family and we went on this night dive and we basically like pitch black like couldn't see anything so 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 scary so vulnerable like had one flashlight but like could it could only see like three feet in front of us basically and you have no idea what's out in the ocean at night and so that was just like a very, very, very terrifying thing. But then we went to the bottom of the ocean. Someone decided it was a good idea to go to the bottom of the ocean. We turned all of our lights off. We sat around in a circle. And um, there's this weird phenomenon where uh, once you turn all the lights off in the ocean, there's these string of pearls that are formed, um, kind of like all they were happening all around us. It was like these fluorescent uh, or iridescent lights that were just kind of like um, forming in like little strands, like little strings. Um and we were just like, what is that? And it's it's called String of Pearls. And um, we had all of our lights off, like nothing. We couldn't see anything else. We were sitting at the very, very bottom of the ocean. And all of a sudden, these things formed. But when you turn your lights on, there was nothing there. And um, they have this, like, theory that it's, like, some microorganisms, like, mating with each other. And that creates the light or whatever. But it was just, like, this really, like, crazy, yeah, just, like spiritual almost experience um because i was like like we can't control like a lot of what happens and i don't know it's just like there's things in the universe happening like that all the time and it's just like you don't know why or how but did this happen and i was just like kind of a crazy like yeah spiritual i mean i wouldn't say it's like i just think it's like i think of spiritual in terms of like the universe and yeah um and not in terms of like one person or one guy, but just kind of like everything happening for a reason and everything kind of relating to um, each other. Yeah. So, were you were, were you raised a certain <clears throat> faith? 
I was raised actually Catholic when yeah. I was younger. Um, Are your parents still but Catholic? But I don't identify with Catholic beliefs really that sure. much. Um, my parents aren't. No, we switched. Um, we like went back and forth through a lot of different churches. Cool. But my my whole like extended family is like super Catholic, so that was like a big deal for us to oh, not be. But yeah. yeah, but um, I just I didn't really like. I couldn't really identify with like the way that you know women were treated in the Catholic faith and yeah. um and gay people and um just kind of like their policies and as a whole just like didn't really like identify totally. with me. Yeah. Um but I would consider myself spiritual. Um I don't know like if I believe in like a one god situation but I I think I definitely believe in like something happening in our universe like some like everything kind of relates to each other everything kind of like feeds in and out of each other i believe in like an energy like the energy that you put into something is the energy that you get out of it yeah um is there is there a time or a place where you feel more connected to that than out than not um, do you have like a way of getting in touch with it or you just kind of feel it in life i just kind of feel it yeah. i don't know like yeah. i sound like a crazy person you don't. When I'm no, saying that. Way, like but i think it's just like it's it's kind of like a karma thing like the what you know what you put into something is what you get out of it but um, I feel that with my music. I feel that with uh, just I, my work, just every my friends, my relationships, just everything. It's just yeah. kind of like, um, you know, I'm very like superstitious in that way, I guess, um, where like if something like if I do something wrong or do something that's just like mean spirited or whatever, it's just it's going to come back to me. Back, yeah. 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 Um, one thing. It's funny. Yeah. Because these questions I've been asking to older people, so it's really interesting to ask to you. Really? One thing your parents did great, one thing they could have done better. Because um, they're still kind of like a little bit in their job right now. Yeah. At 19, right? Yeah. Um, one thing they did great, I think, like exposing me to the world. I think that like they took us on like trips from when I was like five till now, like just like out of the country. Like they, um, we did like volunteer trips in like, Nicaragua and like the poor parts of like Hinotega, Nicaragua and Whoa. um Haibon, like Dominican Republic and um they they've always like wanted us to not only see the world but see like the the lesser known parts of the world or like the you know less fortunate parts of the world I think um that was like a really really eye-opening experience for me because now it's like I feel like so much more so much smaller but like also like I I have a like purpose to like help I feel a purpose to help, you know, just because like I've seen it in the flesh. Like, a lot of people like, yeah, like I, um, I just feel like there's just like that empathy that comes with like actually seeing it in person. Um, so I think that like I now feel this purpose or this like um, kind of like obligation to to help yeah, um, different parts of the world who are less fortunate. And I mean, it's not just in like pop, like more like poverty poverty ridden places. I think it's just like it's happening all around us. Yeah. Um, but I definitely feel that like obligation. And now that I've been like kind of exposed to those cultures, like I want to help like other people get exposure somehow, you know, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so I think that was like a really, really, um, smart thing for them to do. Um, the worst, what was the no, other just one? like one thing they did part? great, one thing not so great. Oh. You can skip it if it's weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's easier when you have a little bit of distance from it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll pass. Yeah, we'll pass on that Okay. Uh, what is awesome about money and what's, what sucks about money? Because um, I feel like uh, three years ago, you maybe had some money, but you probably have some more money now. 
Yeah. And it changes things. It does. So like what's awesome? What's like I think just resources. Yeah. Like I can work with the best producers, the best songwriters. Like I can build a studio. I'm building a studio now in my garage. Um, So that's just like I have access to like some of the, you know, best resources for that. And um, I think it's I mean, it's it's very, very helpful in that way. I think it's also distracting sometimes. I feel like I would be more like I feel like before I had money, I was like on my guitar all the time. I was on like my keys all the time and that was just like what I had kind of that was like my um safe place or whatever but now it's like it's it's kind of a distraction like I'm like oh I want this or I want I want this or I want this for my studio whatever and it's just like I I didn't have I don't have like that one thing that's just like kind of grounding and like I don't know I, I feel like it's it's just like it was so much more easy because I just had like I only had like a few possessions that I really cared about so it was just um, it was so much easier to like pour myself into my art and my work, but now it's just like, oh, I want this like cool like speaker or whatever, and um, I want this like I, I don't know interface or it's just like it I don't know it kind of distracts from the craft yeah. a little bit. Be really distracting. Probably. Yeah, but also like <laughs> I love money. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so nice. To have. <laughs> I know. I love it for like clothes. I feel like it's a it's a good way to express myself through. Like clothes, too. Clothes, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Have you found that you uh, – yeah, I, I, money to me is like so fascinating because I didn't grow up with a ton of it. Yeah, so then to have either. some of it, I initially am just like I, – I thought, oh, this is great. This is like the best. Mm-hmm. This is, there's no downfalls here. This is wonderful. Yeah. And then you start to realize that there are downfalls and I, I'm – at least for me and I'm always fascinated with other people. Even like um, you want to pay for everybody's dinner. Yeah. Cool. You oh, that's so true. It's weird. Yeah. So then you like there are places where you think that money is valuable, and then you realize if you care about people, it's actually not that valuable. Yeah. Right. That's a weird. That's a like interesting thing because I felt that too. Like I felt like oh, I'll just like take care of everyone. Like I'll just like whatever. Just like don't worry about it. Don't. Yeah. But then it's like they had they developed that like kind of dependency. Yeah. And it's just like either a dependency or or that there is something basic about like everybody deserves a, a share to be a part or to participate. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And if you are taking that away from them a lot, right. it's like not cool anymore. Yeah. So there's like all these other layers yeah, 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 yeah. that I just find fascinating. Anyway, um, distraction for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's definitely uh, a distraction. Where do you think, what happens when we die? What happens when we die? Um, well, I'm getting cremated and spread in, the Indian Ocean. Amazing. Great plan. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. um, you, what happens some... when we collectively die? No, no. Like, do you think um, – and, and then do you think that's it? Do you think there's somewhere else you go? Do you right, keep growing yeah, and yeah, developing? Yeah. Um, I, I could see us having, like, our spirits, like, being – kind of I'm not I'm not trying to sound like a Scientologist right now sure. but like our spirits being like re kind of incarnated or yeah. like revived and some into other another another soul yeah. another body yeah mm-hmm. I could I could just run this like, shit back I mean yeah, just like <laughs> recycle you know yeah. it's good for yeah. the world come back is another um, thing yeah I mean so I could, I could are see you, that did someone already do like is it possible that you are have already lived you've already been maybe it's possible it's possible yeah I think that that's just, like, a really, like, interesting thing because that's something that we, like, have zero clue about. No, nobody Like, we can't, like, no one is going to be like, oh, well, I lived in, like, the past, like, that's just, like, there's no credibility in that. Like, you can't. Maybe 
I'm just thinking of it now. Maybe you are an old soul that's been through a ton of maybe shit. Maybe I am. <laughs> and and you've like had your whole maybe thing I did go like live an Amy Winehouse like, life. And a- like, Amy I'm Winehouse gonna... life. You had like tons of all this yeah. craziness, and then they're like, "We're gonna give it to her now because we, she has this incredible voice, and then she yeah. can do it at seventeen. Maybe that's it. It's possible. I think we just figured you out. It was really great. Um, <laughs> what do you do to restore your soul? Like when you feel down, what makes you like? What connects you? What makes you feel? Um, I think art, um, I think whether like that's music or fashion or, um, like visual arts, like painting, I think that definitely. Oh, you paint? Yeah. I just bought an easel (laughs) for my back patio. Yeah. And is that nice because it's like way less expectation? Way less expectation. Like I suck and and it's so fun because I just like suck and I have no expectations for myself. And the pressure is completely – I mean, I still put pressure on myself. I'm like, I'm throwing this away. No one could ever see this. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that that's just like – that's kind of like my therapy for sure. Right now, painting? No, I think just, just like art. art in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I, I, uh, I find that sometimes – especially if I'm in like a crazy writing zone where I'm just being artistic. Yeah. Uh, in songwriting specifically. Yeah. You can lose – not lose it, but it becomes – it's your work. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out something else to do. Yeah. No, that's why I've kind of resorted to like things outside of music um, for that. Because I put so much pressure on myself for music. It's hard to just like experiment and create. I mean, I do, but it's just like it's it's a little bit harder with the pressures of everything. Yeah. So I kind of resort to just um, like drawing or um, shopping for clothes, <laughs> taking pictures. So the form of art, actually. Yeah, I guess fashion, huh? Yeah. Um, okay. Cutting my hair. I like to do a lot of like crazy spontaneous things actually i feel like that's a therapy for me too like what like i just cut my, oh, chopped all my hair off nice the other day. wait this, like recently this week or like something like literally like yesterday or two days ago whoa yeah you didn't tell anybody that. or you just did it i didn't tell anyone that's <laughs> my label was like what the fuck what? <laughs> um but i just i like doing like i don't know it makes me feel like i guess i'm just chasing this high constantly yeah um but I love just doing like really spontaneous like things that kind of fill that like risk. Keep it fresh. Side. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't wow. know what it is, but. How do you restore yourself? Like, I, had a se- I, I chop just... off all my hair. <laughs> I chop off all my hair. <laughs> it feels It does. It feels like therapy. It, it does. Feels, no, no. I there's feel like, so free. Especially when you're dealing with, um, I know what you mean, like this, this anxiety of fitting into something. When you're yeah. writing and you're, you're worried that something won't fit in. So much of what writing a good song, I think, is, and this, I'm just trying to relate to where you are because I'm writing with you mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Is like figuring out how to block all of this expectation, which is coming so hard at you, mm-hmm. to be able to just play mm-hmm. with what you love. Yeah. And so uh, I could see how just being like, I'm chopping off all my hair yeah. because I, I play. This is what I do. I yeah. practice this and I practice like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. being spontaneous and doing what I need to do. Yeah. That's cool. Um, why are we here? Why are we here? Um, why are we here? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's like kind of what I was struggling with when I had so much like fame and recognition at 16. I was just like, why am I this person? Like, why was I put in this place? Like, Mm. like who decides like who gets like what, you know? Yeah fame or what levels of fame or recognition or whatever um 
So I I feel like that's a question I just like still don't know the answer to. I don't know. I battle with that a lot. Interesting. Yeah. I think because like, you yeah you're you're so young. Your voice yeah. is so good, and it's like why do I get these things? Yeah. And I don't have I don't have a good answer for that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of there's lots of theories. One yeah. could be that like uh, there is a there is a reason for things. Yeah. And something somewhere was like I know that if I give this to her. She's going to do something awesome with it. Yeah. No, I think that there's definitely a reason that's possible for things. That yeah. we're making this up. Nobody knows at all. That I, feels I, nice. I feel like that's true, though. Like, that feels the more good. that I've thought about it, yeah. it feels like there is a reason behind this and there is a reason behind like you getting recognition and there is a reason behind like everyone else, you know, who has a platform they do, whether it's like good or bad, whether they're like shitty people or not. Like, yeah. I feel like there's a reason just because like it, it explores like human interactions and like society yeah. and yeah and, you know. and the, your ripple of I, there's something really cool about you're kind of i've been trying to think about how to describe you and just like all, all of your singles have a, a rawness to them mm -hmm. or, or just like your your music has a rawness to it mm -hmm. to you that i think is really good for women to mm -hmm. hear for young girls yeah. to hear no i think 100 percent, and i think like yeah. even like donald trump is president for a reason and i hate that i'd like I'm saying that, but I hate, but I think that he's like really brought out a lot of like unrest and a lot of like, mm -hmm. he's brought out a lot of like societal issues that we haven't really addressed fully, like to the fullest extent. Yeah. I think like this, the fact that he's president has, you know, ignited a lot of fire in people and, and the women's marches are happening and, you know, March of Our Lives is happening. And I think those are like really, really, really great things and they're moving us forward. And, um, you know, I hate that it has to be him and I hate that there are you know, so people like listening to what he says and um, are like, you know, respecting him, whatever, following, supporting him. But I think that it has brought a lot of kind of it is it's ignited a lot of, you know, yeah. fire and a lot of people. And I think that that's a really, really good thing. And I think that that happened for a reason. And hopefully like the next president will be like a trans black woman or something like that. Like <laughs> I, I hope that this kind of like moves us forward rather yeah. than taking us backward. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming over. I Thank feel you. terrible that my dog wasn't nice to you right off the bat. I know I'm so that's really so messed mad. up. We're gonna go figure that out. We're gonna go we're gonna yeah. smooth it out we're gonna, some treats. Yeah yeah we're gonna, gonna go good. through a therapy session uh, with your thank dog. You. You're, yeah. you're you're so good. Thank you. Your voice is like really special. Thank you. And, you're uh, amazing too. Yeah, keep rocking my dear. Thank you so much. Awesome. There you have it. Sweet, sweet girl. Talented. Super talented. Crazy voice. And uh, just interesting to have a good head on her shoulders that young. Um, I love you all. As always, please share this thing. Comment on these uh, comment posts. Whatever. Get your internet on about uh, this podcast. You already did it last week. And, uh, and I really appreciate it. It all really helps. So keep, uh, keep being vulnerable. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Tell me your story. Don't leave the good parts out